You are listening to In The Queue with Bruce Coombs, a podcast where we discuss how to help grow your accounting and legal practice with industry thought leaders. Today, Bruce Coombs, the founder and director at QuickFee, is meeting with Alastair Marshall, a keynote speaker and the director of professional services business development. In this first episode, we're discussing how to utilize your support staff to build strong client relationships. It's, uh, it's interesting. Like if, I think if I was to ask 10 accountants and lawyers randomly, what makes your firm different? They'd probably use the word service. In fact, I reckon if I asked most SME owners, it's our service. If you then said, what does service mean to your clients? Oh, well, they come to the office and we serve them. Now, that's not service, right? If you look at, um, you look at, a client of Gucci and a customer of Walmart. They're not even anywhere near the same person, but Walmart serves in the way they serve. Consistent low prices with a wide range in one location. Gucci serves the way they serve, a small number of extremely high value products that make you different when you go out. Thinking about a law firm then, what do you find when it talks about service and how they differentiate around service? Interesting question, and we could spend hours on this. So when I go in most law firm accountancy boardrooms and I say, why do people come to your firm rather than anywhere else? I get stock answers. So I get the quality of our work, and I go, well, I'd expect you to say that, but you don't measure it, so how do I know? I expect you to say it's good. I get the quality of our staff is superior, and I go, well, I don't meet many managing partners who tell me his staff's terrible. I've only had, it had happened once, with a drunken managing partner at a conference, but he shall remain nameless. Uh, and that ubiquitous, our service is better. And I go, prove it. And the majority of people in Australia don't measure it. So again, it's very difficult to prove. So service looks different to different people. So 10 or 20 years ago, maybe a, a professional services firm might get compared to other professional services firms. Now it doesn't, because people go to Amazon or they go to Apple. And younger people have been brought up in this instant gratification. They want it now, they want it cheap, if not for free. It's a different thing. So services, I I talk a lot about how you make people feel. Small four-letter word beginning with F. So essentially, people in professional services firms are triage nurses. So people come with legal or financial problems and your bedside manner on how you deliver these services is huge when it comes to referral. And if you have an ego the size of the opera house, I'm going to suggest to you that you won't do this well. And that is a challenge with many people. So, you know, think about, again, the whole client journey from do I meet you on a website, do I get referred to you, all of these things. Every touch point should add value. And you should be able to demonstrate to people that you're not just a, a, you know, a client number, but you're the only client the firm has. And that's the way it sh- you should be treated. And that's for everyone. So you might have a relationship manager who's at partner level, but how they get met by reception, or the director of first impressions, as yeah. I prefer to call them, or how the lady in accounts collects the money. You know, There's a number of people who can throw in a curveball into these relationships. So it has to be everybody at every touch point every day. Now to do that, you have to have staff who aren't just motivated at six or seven out of 10. 
So not only do I advocate doing staff, sorry, client satisfaction schemes, once every two years there should be an internal staff satisfaction programme so the management can address people's, you know, and understand if they're not working. If, you know, people should be running through walls for the clients. You either all win together or you all lose together. But if you, if you have people who are only giving it six or seven out of ten, it's hugely unlikely you're going to be delivering client service at a level that's worth a referral. It's just not going to happen. Mate, 100%. I mean, we've just lived through 20 months of this pandemic thing, whatever it's called. And the reality is passion is also infectious. If you're not passionate about your work, about that client sitting right in front of you, they detect that pretty quickly. And frankly, if I'm going to go and see an accountant or a lawyer or whoever, I'd like to deal with somebody who's actually passionate about giving me the best possible result. People underestimate the importance of the support staff here. So if I'm a family lawyer and I'm going to court, and I know I'm going to court, but I know someone else is going to ring in, staff meeting in the morning, educate your EA, your secretary, the team. You know, Bruce Coombs is going to ring me this afternoon, but I'm not sure I'm going to be back in time. But if Bruce rings, can you tell him that the papers are still with the other side, we're waiting for it to come back. I'll ring him when I come back at three o'clock. Yep. Right, so you have a difference, right? If someone answers the phone and says, hello, Bruce is out at court, can I take a message? Six out of ten not worth a referral doesn't make me feel important. Mm. If it's a case of, oh, Bruce told me to expect you to ring Mr Marshall mm. and your papers were still waiting for them from the other side, but he said he'd be back at three o'clock and he'd phone you then, but is there anything I can help you with in the meantime? Yeah. Same thing, said in two different ways, completely different response. It's a, it's a fantastic uh, example. I mean, it's the same... Like, everybody's been ordering online, let's face it, right? Over the last 20 months or more, right? They've all been ordering online. But the sheer simplicity of the tracking system that says, well, your parcel's at the depot, the truck is arriving in an hour, and in about three hours, it'll be at your house. Make sure you're home. A tracking system that simply says, well, your matter is in the hands of the other side. There's nothing more we can do until the other side responds. Right? How, how good is that, right? It's, it's I think... A lot of clients of professional service firms, they don't know the profession. That's why they're engaging the professional. So they don't understand the process as well as a professional does. So make it a little bit less invisible. You know, that service mentality that you talk about. And it's, it's so interesting that, that the support staff can add so much to that process and they're in the office. It's perfect. And it's a shame, though, that, again, going back to a cultural thing, you still have this belief of fee earners or fee burners. Oh, it's so wrong. And that's, that's you know, really not good. Yeah, it's, it's not. Everybody's contributing to that result, uh, especially if you've got great support staff. You've actually got more marketing time now. You've got more time to see potential new clients because things are still burning. The, 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 what would you say? The home, home fires are burning. You know, it's, it's, it's a good thing. Um, so that brings me to, I guess, within a firm, if not everybody can be involved in bringing in new clients, be involved in speaking at events and marketing, whatever you want to call that, is it okay for people not to be involved in that process but still be recognised as a non-BD partner? Yes, absolutely. So people come to me and say, uh, I'm introverted, Alistair, so therefore I'm not able to be a rainmaker and I, and I challenge that hugely. So I've worked with thousands of introverted people of all ages uh, over the last 12 years or so and I've worked with some excellent people who they might not be extrovert to the extent that they wouldn't have the conference to, confidence rather, to stand up in front of a room full of strangers and talk about what they do. But they're very adept at writing. So they're the article writer. So everyone can have a place in the team. So again, you have to play to people's strengths. Some people are good networkers. Some people are awful. 
and there'd be certain individuals and everyone would know some within an organization where there's no point sending them to a networking event because they'd actually do your brand damage <laughs> because they're just not the right individuals um, so there's this everyone has a place everyone can contribute and it is a team game as yeah. i said earlier and again going back to the the camaraderie that develops in a team situation and where people uh, want to run through walls for the firm is when they feel part of something bigger than just themselves. So they're not just you know, going in and working for themselves. When they feel part of a, something bigger in a team, and a team goal, uh, that can often make a huge difference. Look, what Simon Sinek would call the why. You know, we do this because, you know, my why is, and it aligns with the why of this practice. Yeah. You know, why so why do we thing. exist beyond making profit, I guess, is, a, is yeah. the way I like to refer to it. Yeah, look, absolutely. And I think to be the best, the best lawyer for dentists or the best accountants for pharmacists or whatever it might be is, is a why. And it also helps you attract team members that also want to serve that particular industry or segment or whatever. You know, it makes it a lot easier to be uh, collaborative and uh, I suppose collegiate inside your firm. Thanks for listening to In The Queue with Bruce Coombs and today's guest, Alastair Marshall. If you'd like to learn more, head to quickfeed.com.au or professionalservicesbd.com.au. If you like what you heard today, please follow us so you can get updates on new episodes coming up and share our podcast with colleagues, friends and other firms.